Welcome everybody to the Minimap Cast. This is Minimap.com.au's weekly games podcast, your favourite weekly games podcast. My name is Kerry Palmer, and joining me, as always, is Jeremy Bradetich. Fresh out of dream. That intro still getting you? Still, still funny to me. <laughs> like, so I wrote, I wrote that part especially, and when I wrote it, I was like, <laughs> "That's funny," and then just like you didn't, you didn't write your favourite weekly games podcast, did you? I, th- I think I did. I thought I wrote that. I think I wrote I wrote something along the lines of that. You wrote the latte bit. I mean, you wrote a lot of. It, I mean, I wrote but nearly. I'm all pretty of sure it. I came in with that start bit because I I thought I put that in and I was like, oh, that's cheeky, that's fun. Well, like I I think I had something I had something along the lines of, and I think you you, you tightened it up. Um, yeah, that's, to, to, yeah, that sounds right. And then um, it's still funny to me. Yeah, it's fun. It, I I like it. It's good that I remember to do it, especially. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy. Kerry. One week ago. You and I sat down in these very chairs at this very desk, and we recorded a podcast, Minimap Cast episode number 120, in yes. Rec Room in VR. In Rec Room in VR. What an exhausting thing to do that was. That was exhausting. But can you believe that that was only seven days ago? <laughs> that's fucked. That's, Why that's does it abs- feel like it's been a month since that it, happened? It, it feels like it's been it's been forever. So so what's happened since then? I've I've been to a convention. We, I I I've been I've been putting together the next the next couple of projects that I want to do. Um, we've been playing The Last of Us. It hasn't <laughs> been that that big a week, but I think it was more that like that was such. Yeah, a, I didn't even go to a convention, and I'm still. Like I still can't believe it. It was such a it was such a almighty effort almost that it was like yeah. there was just a lot going on, I guess, on that night. And I wonder if maybe because it was in VR, like because it was in like a separate space, yeah. because it was a bit more involved. Like I wonder if it it's just a bit of a bit of a thing for our brains. Maybe like oh, this ain't right. That was a lot of work. It, it was a lot of work. It was good though. It, it, it was, went well. It was quite cathartic to get through it all, because um, I can. I'm finally like uh, so. So hilariously, a couple of days after, um, you edited that podcast, and so I had a couple of days to sort of like do my own thing. Um, I was I was getting stuff ready for the convention. My partner is now currently in Africa for for the next ten or so days, um, mm. and so I was I was helping them get ready for their trip. And every single day I woke up going, I don't have to be in VR today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because I was going in really often towards the end, especially because I wanted to get as much info as I could. And I, I had a moment of like. <sighs> you just had to prepare yourself. Yeah. Until yesterday, I, I still had my, my headset on my desk, which was my reminder to like, hey, do work. Yeah. Um, but it's done. It's done. And then you you deleted a bunch of footage then too, which was good. I deleted like tonight. 25 gigs of worth of footage like before yeah. we were recorded because I was running out of space. The true catharsis. Yes. The, the Windows recycling bin, otherwise known as the digital barrel fire for you to put your shit in. Y- yes, yes. Uh, well, we've got a few things to talk about. Bunch of, a, a, a couple of things that we... Uh, that we foreshadowed uh ahead of this episode last week uh something that i'm completely surprised by that i'm really i really don't know where jeremy's going to go with it when we get there but i'm excited to get there uh 
But first, we've got to get with the intro. Uh, welcome, everybody. Thanks for being here. Uh, you can catch us every week doing the Minimap cast uh, on any podcast platform of your choice, or you can watch us on Twitch as we record the show live. Uh, if you like what you're hearing, please give the show a positive rating wherever you're listening to us, whatever that rating looks like. Sometimes it's a plus tick, heart, thumb up, star rating, whatever the positive rating is, that would really help us out if you could give that to us. And if you want to join us live in the chat as we record the show, uh, we're live every Monday, uh, 5.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time or Daylight Time, East Coast Australian Time at twitch.tv slash minimapau. Uh, before, during, and after the show, we, like I said before, we hang out with the Twitch chat, uh, which is which is great. So, like, <laughs> we're talking about um, whether the whether how the the audio file syncs up. We might check that out later in the show, um, uh, rather in between different parts of the show or at the end of the show. So, it's always a good time. Uh, feel free to come and join us. Uh, be sure to keep up to date with us as well uh, when we post a new episode or anything else for minimap.com.au. Uh, you can do that by following our Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Twitch accounts. That's minimapau, at minimapau for all of those. Uh, it's a great way to know what the topic of each week's show is and to know when it's coming out. Uh, for example, last week's was the aforementioned Metaverse Deep Dive of Jeremy's. Um, where we, <laughs> I still love that we recorded that whole thing in rec room. I think that, that was a, that was a stroke of genius. Yeah. I, I had um, that walk. I was walking home from work one day and I messaged you being like, Hey, don't let me forget this really dumb idea I just had. And I was, it was a Monday. So I was going home to record and I was like, yeah. remind me when I, when we get on call, what my hilarious dumb idea is. And I was like, we should record the episode in VR. And I thought about yeah. that for more than 10 seconds. And I was like, oh fuck, that's so much work. Yep, yep, yep. And I I I also thought that like I I I wish we'd 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 put like more just a little bit more thought into it because as soon as Ollie said, "Oh, can we come and sit in rec room and and watch?" I thought that that would have been so fun. Although we would have to then deal with like like if we if we if we had it public, then it would just be awful behind us. People would be like photo bumping the whole time. Yeah, like we it needed to be secure <laughs> yeah well that's like some of those first rooms that we were looking at where it was like um they could they wouldn't Twitch let people onto the stage but people could sit in the in the crowd yeah it, it would have been it, that would have been cool yeah so uh that was last week uh next week what are we recording for next week jeremy is it no that's sega we did that it's do double a games only have a space to no, release no, on it's game not, pass? no it's not it's not no? because we're offset by a week it's the 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 mario ranking episode i believe oh i think oh when are we going to get to double a games uh after that i got to i got to fix that up all right okay so we're going to be ranking mario games next week uh <laughs> we we clearly know what's going on but ranking what kind of Mario games? All we'll figure of that them. out. <laughs> Every Mario game. No, you like, won't believe how high Mario Teacher's typing is up on my list. Like, like, games that you could describe as a Mario game. Yeah, Mario Teacher's typing. Uh, and it's also a good place to find uh, a bunch of our stuff when we release written word as well. Uh, this week we're going to be talking about The Last of Us Part 1 for the topic of the show. Uh, mm. We're also going to be talking about Jeremy's time at DreamHack Melbourne, which was this weekend. So it's a it's a packed episode. Uh, we wanted to say thank you to Shook for letting us use the Moog Model D Improv as the music for the Minimap cast. You can listen to more of Shook's music at shook.bandcamp.com. Lastly, 
If you want to help keep the lights and mics on, you can throw $5 our way and become one of our patrons. It helps us to continue to do this. You can ask us questions to answer on the podcast and it's as cheap as a, as an, what? Oh, I looked away. I thought I could do it without looking. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang <laughs> on. You can ask us questions on the podcast and it's as cheap as a latte with oat milk. You could do that by going to patreon.com slash minimapau. Oh, one, one more week and I'll probably have that. One more week. Uh, Jeremy. Kerry. This front half of the show is yours. Uh, I did not go to DreamHack because I'm a big scaredy cat and like I'm, I'm hardly going outside my house right now, which is a bit sad, but we don't have to get into that. Uh, but I did not go to a gigantic convention in Melbourne this weekend. You did. How sure was did. it? Um, look, it was, it was, it was, it was not bad. Um, I've, I've got, I've got some video here, which I'm going to play. There's only- It's Jeremy. It's, it's me. Um, it's, it's just, there's, there is, there is audio. I think you should be able to hear it now. Um, the, as in, I think I've routed it correctly. Um, this is my time at DreamHack, which if you're not familiar with, um, which as far as I'm aware, it's everybody in Australia. Um, DreamHack is largely an esports, um, electronic sports convention, <laughs> as they say. A uh, friend of the show, Ollie, likes to call them ethelites, as opposed Ethelites. to ath- as opposed to athletes. Um, it's a it's an esports convention, um, which is a little bit almost nostalgic for me because many years ago, I feel weird that I can say that now in 2019. The first convention that I ever went to as a part of... 2019? Co- yes. You went to PAX in like 2013, didn't you? No, no, no. no. Let's, let, me, let me finish. In 2019, my first convention that I ever went to as, as accredited media uh, 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 was, yes, yes, was yes, the yes, Melbourne Esports Open. Um, ESO. Which, ESO. Pour one out. Rest in peace. Um, this is basically the successor... As far as I'm aware, a lot of people who worked on ESO worked on this thing. Oh wait, it wasn't. It wasn't ESO. It was MEO, wasn't it? Melbourne Esports Open. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is just footage is playing. This just by and large my time um, in uh, the the DreamHack. There's 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 the bridge across Flinders. Um, I love trains. Yeah. Right. Yeah, man. Melbourne Esports Open. Melbourne Esports Open. What's up? I'm here. Um, <gasps> Jeremy's talking. I'm at DreamHack. Melbourne. There's no one there. Okay. Uh, no, to, to, to be to, to be clear, I went upstairs away from everybody so I could get away from the crowd so I could talk to the camera. This okay, is, okay. This is not a good like, representation. Check it out. Here's DreamHack. <laughs> this is not. A, this is not an accurate representation of 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 what is of what's around always when it's the first of a convention there are many funny little quirks going on about half an hour later let us in um, and now there's nothing to do and things aren't open and none of the the expo hall is I can walk in but everybody's set up and none of the computers are on and everything's still getting working um, a press pass which is cool press pass um, it's red it's behind me there. Hanging out. Oh, nice. See how we go. <laughs> I just love how, how no one was behind you. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, so DreamHack was interesting because so I went on the uh, Friday and the Sunday um, because I woke up on Saturday quite tired. I was like, you know what? Doesn't matter. I'm going to just take the day. <laughs> needed, <laughs> needed, needed a weekend. I was fucking exhausted after, after yep. last week. Um, a, a lot of the video that I'm showing is, is, is B-roll. I'll turn the sound up when it's, when it's something important. Um, it's a convention. I went to a gaming convention for the first time since PAX 2019. Um, and mm-hmm. I forgot how much I loved gaming conventions. You um, love them. Friday was pretty weird. There was a lot of things that were not quite set up. It was regarded as a student's day, but it was still very much open to the public because a lot of schools were coming in and there was like, there was a, there was an area dedicated to panels which was not panels for the for the previous for the following days, um, and there were a bunch of schools coming in as well, which I think is I think is kind of neat that they have schools coming in and 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 doing some of this stuff. But it also meant that Friday, I think a lot of people weren't really taking it very seriously in terms of things were getting set up a lot while I was there. I was walking around trying to find stuff to do. Um, a lot of the booths weren't finished setting up until like halfway through the Friday. Um, and so that was, it was really weird. So there was kind of just not a whole lot to do. Um, it's worth pointing out that the footage I'm showing is a mix of Friday and Sunday. So like, don't think that this is what Friday looks like. It was, it was, it was, this footage is a mix of both. Um, it's at Rod Laver Arena again, like the Melbourne Esports Open was, um, which I think is quite a good venue for this stuff. But I think that the Expo Hall area, which is the area adjacent to the arenas with all of the games, was much smaller than it was in the past and there was a lot less to do. There was about, I'm going to say, 18 stalls kind of thing. Um, Wow, like like, you can count them. Yeah, no, so to walk from one end to the other, it was about a a minute and a half. Um, Like it was like, it's like a really, it's a really small area. Um, (laughs) Like the tennis, but with computers. Yeah, that that, that, that was one of... Big banner. That was that was one of the slogans, like the tennis, but with computers, because it was at Rod Laver. Um, the actual production of it was quite good. Um, currently on screen is is some some Halo. Um, Halo. This might come as a surprise to you, Kerry. Halo Infinite has got some pretty major bugs in it when they're trying to set up tournaments that delays the tournaments oh. fairly often. Um, oh no! Like people just not connecting to lobbies. Like uh, there's a lot of like. I don't know what the fuck is going on over there, but it is it is quite quite indicative of what the everything is like in that game. That's really sad to hear. It, it is especially quite sad. after this week where they announced like their their next like nine months of content, and it was like and they're ta- so disappointing. And they're talking about how Halo is a competitive game, but like this is still not really working for them either. Um, well, when your when your footage opened with this to start with, I was like, oh, Halo, of course. Well, that's interesting. That's cool. And 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 now the context of it being one of the, the the least stable things to play and, and run at the event. And and genuinely this was one of the least popular events that was that was going on um, at Dreamhack. So there was there was a bunch so of major sad. games. What's up? Walking back now. What's um, up Jeremy? He's back. First day was weird, there wasn't really a whole lot going on. That's um, broker. There's kind of some communication issues around when people should show up and what's around. Um, and then there's not really a whole lot to do outside of see the events, which is fine because, you know, it's like a sporting event sort of thing. But, like, there's also nothing else really around. There's games. Is there food? And, uh, 
find some stuff to play. Oh, there's, there's all games you can play. Like sporting home. event food, sure, nachos, they're, they're chips, burgers. But aside from that, it's kind of a twelve bucks each. It's kind of a weird show. Twenty seven. Like they don't quite know what they're really here for. So um. I suppose I'll hang around tomorrow, see what's around. Hopefully there's more people around because it was, it was kind of bare for a lot Not of today. tomorrow, Jeremy. I couldn't really find anyone Next to day. like, that wanted to chat, I guess. Or like, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully there's more people around that is a bit more, bit more energy, a bit more excitement. Um, but for now it was kind of, you know, seems like the first time a company's been here for a convention, even though everybody that's running it seems to be the people who ran MEO from four years ago. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. See what happens tomorrow, day two. Yeah, that's sort of day three. It, it, it's a reoccurring theme, I think, because it 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 felt like it felt like this is the first time they've ever done one of these, um, when they definitely were not. Um, this is what the fighting game area looked like. It was a, oh, quite a small stage like with a, with a quite an intimate stage. I thought it was quite good because anybody that was done so, with a fight just jumped back into the seats. Um, so for audio listeners, the, the initial stage was like a big screen with, all, with the two teams on the stage with like a lot of seats. But this is more like a like a conference room kind of setting. Yeah. Oh, this is Jeremy playing Daytona. <laughs> yeah, this is me playing Daytona. Um, the fighting game area was weird because it was sort of off to the side and I accidentally stumbled upon, upon it because I was looking for it and then saw an empty doorway into the other half of um, Rod Laver or Margaret Court. I'm not sure which one is what. I think it was Rod Laver. The other half of Rod Laver was barely used, um, which is like a, a, a large arena because um, half of it was dedicated to CSGO. Um, and the other half was this weird like bunch of doors with no lights. And so I just sort of like wandered in to see if I could like snoop and see what was going on. And then someone was like, like, hey, like, you know, and I was like, oh, sorry, like, is this area not open? And like, no, 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 it's open. The fighting games are down here. I'm like, the what? I'm like, yeah, like the fighting games are down here. And I'm like, they're here? Okay, because people are walking past this place not knowing that there's anything in here. Like there's no signs and there's no lights and people think that they're, you're probably cleaning in here or something. And Did like, that okay. change? No. Um, which is a shame because I think that the fighting area was maybe my favorite because there was so many different games and, you know, FGC I think is quite a cool thing. Um, I don't know. What, what uh, that? I, I believe it stands for fighting game community. Um, right, okay. Uh, yeah, you, you said that in chat because I you you said that at the time in our Discord server, and you said, "Oh yeah, I, I finally found FGC," and I'm, I'm they're just like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." FGC is fight, fighting game community. Um, that's a shame because fighting games are so dynamic. Like fighting right? games are really fun to watch at like all times. They're so exciting at, the time we, at a competitive level. You know, by and large, what's going on because there's two health bars at the top, and there's two people going at it. Um, so yeah. you can you can kind of pick it up. Um. Anyway, so I like Counter Strike Go matches go for like fifty minutes each. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, this is this is me struggling to get some first person Daytona machine. Um, oh, was that it? I'm I'm sure more comes up later. Um, there was a lot of racing sim stuff inside the expo hall, which was which was kind of cool. But that was sort of it. There was a there was a really really cool three monitor racing scene which i really want to have a go at but the line was just sort of consistent the entire time um road were there showing off the the roadcaster 2 did you Um, ask for a sponsorship no no um that was our in jeremy (laughs) that was our in um 
I, I saw some competitive League of Legends. I don't really know what goes on in that game competitively. There's it's a lot. Um, I so saw much. I saw some competitive CS:GO. That was kind of that was kind of cool. Um, cool graphics when the bomb explodes, where it goes across all the monitors. Um, oh hat- right, I thought you meant in game. I'm like, no, no, that no. game's ten years old. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of those mallet games. This claw machine, great. This claw machine absolutely fucked me because I had it. I 100% had it. You really it, wanted this Intel Intel chip with tiny arms and legs? You really so, wanted that? So care. I did want it because if you get one of the couple lucky ones in there that say i9 on the other side of it, then you win an oh. Intel Core i9. Oh, that is good. <laughs> it's dope. You you get a free you, everyone gets a gets one free go. I was I was I was livid. Kerry, I was I swore at the machine and the guy was like, Oh, I'm like, sorry. <laughs> I was like I was like, you fucking and then like I like went quiet. I'm in public right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have a press pass right now representing Minimap. Uh, <laughs> uh I I think we're gonna see the, the bomb explosion show up on the screen um pretty soon. Um yeah, look, I think I I wanted I wanted two things from this that 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 weren't quite there. Um, I, first of all, I wanted more games to be to have either tournaments or be shown off. Because um, a lot of the games they ha- they had there they weren't super like newbie friendly, or at least they weren't they weren't the most exciting to watch if you didn't really know what was already going on. Um, yep. Whereas like more general first person shooters or some more tactical game tactical games like years ago they had siege which i thought was a really fun game to watch because i don't i've yeah, never why was it there well i think siege isn't the game it used to be anymore but also all the battle royale esports things have sort of come and gone in in a way like they still exist but not nearly what they used to be at least back in right. 2019 when battle royales were everything that's a good point. Like PAX, PAX 2019, I, I think I remember watching a, a PUBG match at, at PAX. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, like at MEO, they had, they had Fortnite um, and it was, just a, it was just an exhibition match. It was like 100 content creators yeah. or something. Um, That's we, great. That's fun. But yeah, like it was, uh, I watched it. It was fun. I didn't even, I didn't even like Fortnite back then. Um, so there was, there was less things to know without already knowing. Mm-hmm. Well, less things to be able to learn, I guess. Um, which is why I think that I, I wish the fighting game area had a bit more, bit more to it. Um, mm-hmm. Halo was the easiest one to pick up, and unfortunately it was sort of like the least popular. So that was... Oh man, it's yeah. so sad. Um, You're rocking it at Daytona though. Uh, go. I, I fucking... I did so well in this until I didn't, um, because I'm not I at mean, all... I mean, you're 17th out of 20, but don't, yeah. let, that, don't let that stop you. Oh, there was I'm, a bingle. I'm also I'm also not at all used to the the force feedback in this machine. It was it was an intense machine. Yeah, it seems like you're you're really having to yank it. Yes, I am, and it's, it was it's fucking fun though. Daytona's so good. <laughs> um, I'm gonna skip ahead a little bit on the Daytona because it's gonna go for a bit. Um, there was a Guitar Hero <gasps> machine. Guitar Hero. Uh, at the at the risk of of copyright strike, we'll just have to talk over this while it's happening the entire time. I really wish that I'd played the Guitar Hero arcade machine at IMAX while it was still there, but yeah. I, I I always put it off, and then I never, and then now it's gone. This so what did you play, Jeremy? This is, this is Bulls on Parade. Um, Bulls on Parade, nice. Which was which was really good, and then 
I played a little bit of Sabotage by the Beastie Boys. Also uh-huh. really good. Um, oh, oh, let's go back just I a little bit. Here. There was a money machine. I, I saw, I saw like Intel post that on their stories or whatever. Like, oh, we're at DreamHack Melbourne. Yeah, Intel had a big, they, they, they had quite large presence there. Um, Multitasker challenge. Oh, right. Like a CPU. Okay. Yeah. This dude so did is very this just well. money? I don't know what it was. I think it's. These I think it's, don't look like money. I think it's tickets. It's, and then it's the, a. It's a man in a booth with flying confetti things around him. I think it's tickets because then they counted how many you had at the end, and then whoever had the most, I think, at the end of each day or the top five had at the end of each day got a prize. Because they right, couldn't just be. Okay. They could just be shelling out, you know, hundreds of dollars every fifteen minutes. That's uh, fun. That's silly. Yeah. This is also quite silly, um, which is... Is this inflatable sumo wrestling? Yeah, yes. Sumo sumo fights. (laughs) (laughs) Two normal people in very large suits. Okay, good. What's this, uh, Guilty Gear Strive on the screen now? Uh, I don't know. (laughs) I have no idea. There were many fighting Fighting games. Fighting game X. This might have been DNF. Um, there There was a lot of fighting games. Um, I think this is, yeah, this is the rest of the video. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Are you glad you went, Jeremy? Of course. Of course. Um, from people who were into the games that were there, they seemed to have a really good time. Okay. Um, I, so I, the CSGO diehards were having a good time and the, yep. the Halo diehards. <laughs> Yeah, the, the Halo heads, as, as they like to be called. Um, What's that? Sorry, I'm getting a I'm getting a, a message in my ear right now. They don't exist. They don't There's think, no Halo diehards. They're, they're all not, dead. They are. They, are they no. died hard. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, the, the Halo diehard. They're, they're not diehards. They're just they're just missing in action hards. Um, <laughs> so missing in action hard because they don't they don't die. Spartans never die. Just go missing it's in true. action. It's true. It's very serious. DreamHack. Right. I'm looking forward Dreamhack. to PAX. I'm really, really looking forward to PAX. I saw the, the big sign on the side of Jeff Shedd. He's going up today. <clears throat> they wasted no time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I wonder if there was a... The, of course there isn't, but I wonder if there was a clause. I wonder if there was a like a, you need to wait until our convention is done before you can market yours. Well, I, I imagine it's more that they bought the time to have the sign there until the convention was done. Yeah. They're not going to advertise. They're not going to pay to advertise the convention that's already been and gone. Oh no, no, no! But I mean, like, it's it. They're at entirely different locations anyway. But it's just funny that the the moment DreamHack are done, the pack sign goes up with the big welcome yeah, home. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I got to think about whether I want to go to that. It's um, it's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. Yeah. Um. The you should think soon because Saturday tickets are ninety percent sold out. Okay. If you were planning on going on Saturday, I think if you were if you were somewhat anxious, um, Friday would be your best day. Mm, yeah, that's a good point. Fr- Friday is always the day I get the most done whenever I'm at PAX. Mm. Less lines, less people, so, less yeah. kids, less kids. They're all at fucking school, nerds. Bloody. Bloody whippersnappers. I remember I was in high school when, when, when PAX was first coming around 
And mm. I remember I went there at eight o'clock in the morning to pick up my pass, then went to school. And then after school, I immediately went to PAX for the final couple Whoa. hours and then went home. <laughs> you went there? I, I had a back. Free, I had a free period on a Friday as well. And so I got to get there at about one. Okay. And then I spent the second half of the day at PAX. That's cool. It was fun. fun. It was good fun. I was, that was like year 12 when the first one was happening. So it was like, I can't go to a convention. I got to study. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. This is the one time in my life I have to actually study. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, So Jeremy. So Kerry. I asked you at the start when we were setting up the show before we were live. Pardon me. I said to you, do you want to talk about any other games after DreamHack? And you said, yes. Give me 15 minutes to talk about Fortnite. And I said, what? Why? You said, I've got a thing. I've got a thing to show you. I've got a, th- a whole I thing a, to go through. I, I do have a thing. I think okay. That, I think that thing is called a new reoccurring segment, Kerry. Fortnite, Fortnite's fortnightly check-in of the... It, it is, it is, I am, I am, I'm copying what Waypoint first put out years ago, back in like 2017 or something, or maybe 2016, which was they played 14 days of Fortnite called Fortnite Fortnite. I'm copying that name because they haven't done it since, and I don't think they care anymore. Where every Fortnite, I will do a quick Fortnite check-in to tell you what's going on in the world of Fortnite. Only because... That's quite the commitment. Uh, look, it, it's, there are some, going to be some weeks. It's just it's going to be about two and a half to three minutes. <laughs> but there's always something happening. And since since I saw Goku fighting Darth Vader one time, I went, you know what? There's a lot happening in this world that yep. I think is maybe worth talking about it, even if it's by and large the same conversation about IP law every yep. single day. And <laughs> and nothing and, gets the kids going more than IP. <laughs> I mean, you joke, and yet here it is. Here we are. This this monolith of 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 this monolith of dry ink. I um, bet there are there are kids doing their middle school electives in high school, like their 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 introduction to business management classes. Yeah. And there's a there's a there's a week on intellectual property and copyright, and I bet the savvy the savvy teachers are in there going. Now, when Goku's in Fortnite and they're using the the Kamiyamama, the Kamiyamama, then then it's uh like this is what we're this is what this is something that's been licensed to Epic Games in the Fortnite brand. Yeah, yep, yep. Um, so welcome to the inaugural episode of 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 the Fortnite Fortnite. The, I wish the, we had the, a I the, wish we had a theme song. I wish we had a graphic. I really want like a giant, insanely high quality graphic that's much high quality than anything else that's on screen right now. <laughs> it's the most highly produced bit of anything we've ever made for the site ever. Yeah, like epic. Make- this one impromptu bit for this one game that's been around <laughs> for years. Epic have got so much money that they uh, that, that that they make it for us. That like that they make the 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 graphic for us. Um, That'd be so funny. So what's been we, happening? we get we get this segment of the podcast sponsored by Epic. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Um, it'd be. I just thought of this. Maybe this is all a ruse that I've planned so that we can get 
uh, uh, epic creator codes and start making a little bit a little bit of moolah. Um, this is not the case. This is not the case at all. Um, it's funny to think about, though. I've been playing regular games of Fortnite and contract, no build. Sure. No, no, definitely no build. I played one game of build, and it 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 like it scared the shit out of me. Um, <laughs> I, you weren't. You might not have been on call. So uh, I downloaded. I think I was there when you were doing you, the build you, game. You, you were there, yeah, because I was I was playing, and then I shot like some kid from like like a hundred million yards away and I saw just a cathedral like appear in front of me and I went, oh yeah. fuck, I'm in the wrong game mode. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, because I was like, trying to, uh, you were like, oh, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And I was being like, look, you like, I don't know the buttons. I'm like, the buttons are on your screen. They're in the bottom right corner. Just look at them. Just build a wall. <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't. Um, so I've been playing no build and I've been playing every now and again but fairly regularly every now and again, playing it on my Xbox, playing it on the PC, had it on my phone, deleted it on my phone because it was too big. But like there was, it, it's good to have the option there, I think is maybe the most amazing thing is I can play this game wherever and it all syncs, which is- That's, That is cool. That that kind of thing is amazing. I was, yeah. I was talking to friends recently because Destiny had their every major expansion free uh, for a week thing. Which meant basically it had cross buy for the first time. It meant I could play the start of the Witch Queen on PC and then go to my couch and play it there without having to buy it again. Yeah, the only other time it sort of had that was when all the Destiny expansions at that time were all on Game Pass. Yeah, and, and there was a like if you had it on PC, it was already available on Game Pass, and so you could have this this kind of roundabout cross buy. Yeah. Um, when it's that easy, it's so fun. It, it was so good it was, to it just was be like, so I'm going to play this thing I was playing there here. Yeah, yes. It was like, what if I just played the next mission like horizontal um, on the couch? Um. <laughs> you know what I could really go for right now? Some horizontal <laughs> some, Fortnite. Some horizontal <laughs> Fortnite. Um, horizontal Fortnite always ends up with me being vertical, going like, I can't see the screen from this far away. Um <laughs> I've been, pl- I've been playing it. Um, I got my, contrary to what you think, I got my first win about less than a week ago. Yeah, I definitely think we won a game like four years ago, but that's fine. You got your first recent win. Yeah, I got my first win that I can remember. Uh, and, I, and I deserved it. I outplayed, I shot Vegeta, <laughs> and I won. Oh, yeah. and, and up take until. That. Take that, Vegeta. Saiyans. Yeah. Um, or Prince of the... Who cares? I think it's Prince of the Saiyans. Um, yeah. Uh, and so I was like, cool. I have now played enough of this that I... Yeah, I saw that. Um, Did your light flicker? I think your light flickered. And then yours did. But, but mine flickered too. We don't live that far away from each other. Yeah. I can't tell whether I saw my light flicker and I thought it was yours or whether... Because my literal light flickered here. All right. Okay. Sorry. Complete derail. But that 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 blew my mind. I've just clipped it so I can go back during the break. Um, yeah. I really want to see if, if both of our houses flickered. Yeah. 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 Um, so I, I got my first win and I'm like, okay, sick. I'm sick of being a default character. I want to have a, like a, not the default soldier person, which I think is ugly. 
So I spent a little bit of money and I bought the battle How pass. How much? I, 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 bought, uh, often. I, I bought the battle pass. I didn't buy any characters. Okay. Um, because the battle How pass, far through the battle pass were you by the time that you bought it? About level 35. Great so, time to buy a battle pass. Yeah, it was, it was like, okay, I've done enough of this. I haven't even been really focusing on the quests because I haven't had the battle pass. But you know what? I think that's, that's enough because I got, I think at that point, I got half of my currency back immediately by just redeeming through the battle pass. Um, yep. and, I got a, and I got a new character, got a glider, got, got a whole kit out. Yeah, the, 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 with the, more to come. Yes. The battle pass is, is, is called Vibin, which I think is a funny name. And it's all, it's all vibes. It's all like beach pastel colors. <laughs> um, and like, it's, it's about like chill kind of theme music and all that stuff, sunglasses. Um, and so I, I think the, the, the main character, this, this like sunglass wearing chick with like a cool outfit, I think she looks really dope. And so I was like, you know what? Happy to have that one. And if I get to level 100, I get Darth Vader, which I think is pretty cool. Um, yep. You get Indiana Jones somewhere along the way later I've, in this I've, season, I've, I think. Um, it's, it's, it's an adjacent quest line. Indiana Jones. Um, so I've been. I'm, I'm almost there. I'm one. I'm one quest away from getting indie, um, which which will be fun as well. Um, but yeah, then then Goku and Vegeta left, but the the Dragon Balls and the and the the uh, the Nimbus clouds are still in there, um, yep. which which are really fun. The Nimbus just like throws you really really high and just really far, which is great. And just hearing like the Kamehameha from a million miles away is always going to be terrifying because it's like kind yep. of it's kind of haunting. Um, and yeah, now they've got a bunch of they've brought back a lot of their old pride stuff, um, which is which is fun and it's it's all free, which is great. You don't even need the battle pass. It's just like hey, like you know, bunch of free pride download stuff for your character, um, including a an emote which is just like a uh, like a stand up and then drop flat on the ground, um, which is a TikTok thing. Um, I, I guess. Uh, anyway, it's... Kids these days. Kids these days. I don't get a lot of the stuff that happens in Fortnite. A lot of music that I've never heard before in my life and my back real hurts. Yep. Um, but it's, uh, it's a weird and it's, a, it's an odd time. Um, and check in in two weeks with the next <laughs> Fortnite, Fortnite. Next Fortnite, Fortnite. We'll see. We'll I'm see gonna where commit. you're at. I'm going to commit. I'm going to put a reminder in my calendar every two well, weeks to do the Fortnite, Fortnite. And there will always be something to talk about. I'll put it at the bottom of the spreadsheet before the break. Just Fortnite, Fortnite? Question yeah. mark? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a, that's, that's a, good, that's a, good, a good place for it, I think. Um, uh, yeah, hit me up if you want to squat up. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll play. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll play. The... Hmm. Um, the what I believe is coming next um, is Lord of the Rings inspired things. Um, oh, I could get a, down with that. Although that's a bit weird because there's guns and shit. <laughs> Superman has held a gun in this game. There is nothing weird anymore. Um, it all continues to be weird. For me. It, it all it all does continue to be weird. It will never not continue to be weird. Um, but mm. there was a there was a castle. There was a sand castle built somewhere on a beach, which looks exactly like Helm's Deep from the Lord of the Rings. Um, which is usually how they tease upcoming things. They'll do a reference here. Sandcastles. Oh, or like, you know, a tiny one location reference. And then it okay. usually amounts into a, an actual crossover. That stands to reason. I imagine there might be Game of Thrones stuff in there at the same time. It's so fascinating that we've yeah. got like House Competing of the Dragon IP. and 
and Rings of Power, like it is, it is happening weird. at the same time. These prequels that for series that haven't been around for ages, yeah. and they're happening at the same time. Yes, yes, it is. It is weird. I mean, Game of Thrones wasn't that long ago. No, it wasn't. It was much less time ago. But still, like it because of how it because of how Game of Thrones ended, like it kind of feels like it's been a while. So everyone's like, oh, a new one. Maybe this won't. We won't hate this. Maybe. This is speaking of fucking weird IP and Lord of the Rings. Did you know that because of because of Rings of Power, I think having eight episodes made. Yeah. Embracer don't own it. Oh, so an Embracer group bought everything and all of the Lord of the Rings IP. Yes. There's a weird... You're saying because a, there was so much of Rings of Power already in production and created and set that yeah. they don't get the rights to it. As fr- from my understanding, which is, which, is, which is not very much granted, this is, this is coming secondhand for information via Twitter, but my understanding is that inside of this agreement to acquire the Lord of the Rings from the Tolkien estate, there's a, mm. there's a tiny bit in the contract which mentioned any TV show that is over eight episodes in completion of production will not be a part of this acquisition. Whoa. Which means that there's a loophole in there specifically for Rings of Power. Yeah, I was going to say, that's quite specific. And if they just happen to fall within that, then like, that's, it, it, it that's is definitely just for them. It is definitely not a they just happen to because there has never been a Lord of the Rings TV show before this. <laughs> no, that's so fascinating. Uh, well... Lovely to hear about your week, as always, Jeremy. Mm. Uh, we normally hear about my week playing games, but I've been playing Destiny 2, uh, which we don't really need to hear about, and not even that much Apex. I did play the end of Ocarina of Time, Jeremy, and it was strange. I didn't even know I was going to go on this rant, but yeah, I was thinking yeah. about yeah, it. Yeah, go for it. It was strange beating the game because I've been watching so many speedruns of it. I've seen the end of this game probably more than 100 times. And yeah, I've right. played it myself probably like twice. This is actually a legitimate, like, incredible set piece moment in gaming mm, that I good. never kind of grasped. Like in 1998, I'm looking at the quality of the cutscenes and like the scope of the destruction. Like you're inside this tower and then it starts crumbling down around you. And like, it's actually really, really, really impressive. Yes. What yep. they pulled off in 1998. I'm playing this, I'm like. I know what happens, but this is incredible. <laughs> and it would have been the first time the Zelda team had ever worked on 3D. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And, and they went for that. <laughs> it was huge. It was massive. Like, yeah. like what was Super Mario 64's set-piece moment? You fight Bowser a third time, throw him by the tail for the, like, ninth time, except this time when he, when he jumps up from the abyss and lands on the stage the stage falls away and makes the shape of a star. Like, that was that was the big moment in Mario 64. No, no, the, the big moment in Mario 64 is the moment you find out you can fly. That was pretty special. Yeah, yeah, that's a good, like, gameplay moment. But it's not, like, a set piece. No, no, it's, there are no set pieces in Mario 64. There is, yeah. like, you know, it's <laughs> throwing the King Thwomp. No, stomping on King Thwomp. <laughs> King, yeah, stopping on King Thwomp, throwing King Bob on. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I just thought I'd mention that because I was thinking to myself, and I was saying to Sam, I was like, I, was, I, I think I was really young when, I, when we finished it the first time. And then 
The second time I finished it, it would have been on my 3DS. I was probably on the train. I don't think I was really absorbing how good or impressive it was on the train. I, I miss that. I don't think I have the ability to play a 3DS or a DS game like properly anymore. I don't know if I have. What does the, that even mean? Like, like be fully absorbed in it. Because. Because it's on a little screen, and for me now, because because I own a phone, little screen means I can drop it and pick it up as much as I want. And the Switch has enabled that and or adapted to that in a really great way. Yeah. But when I finish a Switch game, I think I always finish it docked. Yeah. I never. I never. I very rarely finish a Switch game. Um, handheld, or if I do, I'm in bed, and sideways. Right. So things that are more grabbing of your attention yeah. are on the telly and it's sort of a, a more direct you put it there to pay more attention to it whereas i remember being a kid and just sitting on the couch with my ds and finishing pokemon and being like oh my god like you know losing my mind right yeah but but it was like yeah mm. i miss those days i know what you mean i i but i think i've just felt that way because i i i've been less inclined towards handheld gaming for for a while now and so i, I feel similarly mm. um the last yeah, the time for on me, the couch the last time for me probably was the vita when i finished like tear away <laughs> right like, like 10 years ago yeah like fucking ages ago <laughs> yeah yeah i don't remember the last time i really got into there were times i was playing games on the 3ds and enjoying it but like when i really got into it that i was playing it at home it was a long time ago mm. yeah I, I so want a little chicken. Just, just to just to finish on that, I really hope, and I think it would be able to, considering the the conversation around it. But I really hope eventually, when I get a Steam Deck, whenever that'll be, I hope that'll be able to bring me back. Really, only because I feel like people who are in the similar situation, you know, who have got a Steam Deck, had that. They oh, were like, man. the amount that people are talking, like people in the industry are talking about how much the Steam Deck is changing their gaming habits. Like it yeah. sounds like propaganda after a point. Like it's like, yeah, surely right. not. Yeah. Surely it's not changing the way you, you interact and play things that much, but it is for so many of yeah. them. So it's, yeah. it's fascinating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Valve, I- if you listen and hook us up. <laughs> hook us up. Hook us up. Uh, so yeah, there's not, not much else that I've been playing this week except for... The Last of Us Part 1 came out on Friday. Wait, wait, we we're going to talk about it. it okay. Yeah, no, we're good. I'm, I'm, I'm for, I'm, it's foreshadowing, Jeremy. Sorry. <laughs> we're we're going to talk about it. It's our topic of the show this week, which means we're going we're gonna to head out of the What We've Been Playing segment. We're going to go to a break, and when we come back, it's all about The Last of Us. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Mini Mapcast. We're, we're so professional here. Jer- I asked Jeremy to give me a countdown back into the break so I could count the timer, and he just said no, and he started the he started the podcast back up. You didn't have to do it. You could have just said, no, 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 do that again. We're live, Jeremy. Uh, that was funny. Oh, that was funny. You, 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 you baited and switched me. Yeah, yeah. Oh boy! Uh, welcome back from the break, everybody. Uh, I've I've just had some some food, some energy food. Keep me keep me powered, energized throughout this next segment. Uh, this next segment, next segment, 
is going to be our discussion about The Last of Us Part 1. The remade from the ground up, quote-unquote. Rebuilt, is what it says. Rebuilt, re-remastered 2022 release of the first Last of Us game. Um, This is a Naughty Dog game. It originally came out on the PS3 in 2013, in June of 2013, in the last six months of the PlayStation 3, before the PS4 came out. It then came out six months after the PS4 came out on on the PS4, with The Last of Us Remastered, which had the downloadable content episode, had the multiplayer uh, all-in-one package, all-in-one disc. Made sense to me, because, like, The Last of Us was really banging up against the edge of what the PS3 was capable of. Um, And not that many people played it, because, like, they weren't thinking about their PS3 that much at that point in time. I I don't know if I'd go that. Plenty of people played it. Not to say that not that many people played it, but a lot of people played it for the first time on PlayStation 4. Sure. I, I, because I, I the think... Xbox did so badly at the start of that generation, and so many people went to PlayStation for the first time, or for the first time in a while, for the, with the PS4, a lot of people who didn't have the opportunity got to play it on PS4. I think more people may, might have played it, at least in the first, in the first couple of years. I, I think more people played it on, on the PS3 for the first time. Because you've got to remember, back mm-hmm. then, the PS3 was outselling the 360 by the end. Sure, but they that was the it came out the same month that they showed off what the PS4 looked like. You know what I mean? Uh, I didn't even yeah. know what The Last of Us was, but I, I was following the PS4 release. Yeah, I know. It was it was it was doing very well on the PS3. Okay. It was like fair it was enough. a it was a very, very pop it was the it was the title for the PS3, I think is maybe the the fairest thing to say. Yeah, for sure. So uh, you know, it's a lot of people's favorite game of all time. It's an excellent narrative, uh, harrowing, violent adventure game from Naughty Dog. Very different to Uncharted, but also using a lot of the lessons they learned from Uncharted 1, 2, and 3. Uh, this, game's, this game's real cool, and I liked it when it came out originally. We've spoken about it a lot on this show. Um, I was having the thought to myself that it's good that June hasn't that June's not here today because they would hate this segment. Even although they own that game three times, they yeah. they just so very much dislike that this game. Um so uh they came out with a new one. For the well, PS5. Let's not go that far. They came out with it again. Yeah, they came out with a new version of that of this same game of The Last of Us One on yep. PlayStation 5 on Friday. We've spoken about it on the show this last few weeks talking about the price point uh we're gonna we're gonna render our thoughts on that today but jeremy in real time (laughs) in real time jeremy i want you i want your one second no your one sentence take on your 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 one sentence overall take of the game after this weekend with it go it's all right unless you want a bit it's all right okay that's all right that's that's kind of it. That's that's. I mean, that's one sentence. You stuck to you 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 stuck to the you stuck to the the criteria. Yeah. I uh, if I had to give it one sentence, let me. I'm I'm going to try and think of this quickly and pithily. It's not a word. Um. <laughs> pithily sounds like my favorite character in the new Lord of the Rings show. <laughs> pithily. Pithily. I think. This is the best way to play this game 
and it would be an absolutely stunning way to play this game for the first time. But it is not essential. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't disagree. Um, I, I, th- I think that, yes, this is the best way to play this game for the first time. Um, I also think that the best way I will ever play this game was when I played it for the first time on PS4. Okay. Did you play it on PS- PS3? Yep. Finish. Um, yep. 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 Okay. Got got the collector's edition, which is like a like a knapsack or whatever the hell it was. The Velcro one, with Joel's face on it. Um, it's like a Velcro <laughs> you know, that like, prop from the game. It's it's like it's like you know you know the thing that he that he folds out when he's doing upgrades to his guns. It's that thing. It's like it's, oh, like, it's like a gun holder. It's like a toolkit. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. It's it's it's, it's neat. Um, when you said a little sack, I thought it was like. You know those little rucksacks people put put a tie a sack to the end of a stick and tie it on their shoulder. <laughs> like I thought it was just a little cloth with his face on it. Gonna, gonna, <laughs> gonna go gonna go live on the rail line and and, and sing sing jaunty tunes. Joel's um, got a handkerchief with his own face on it in the yeah, game. Yeah. Um. I I think I think if you played this within the first eighteen months of the game coming out, then you have played the best version of the best time because I feel that while this game does look really good in a lot of, in a lot, in a lot of ways, um, there's some changes that I, I don't, I'm, I'm not, a, not a huge fan of, but they're for the most part, they're fine. I think that I was realizing time and time again, that this is a PS3 ass game. It's an early PS4 game and it feels like yeah. it. And it acts yeah, like definitely. it, and it is paced like it, and it is written like it, and it is acted like it. Um, yeah, so it's like because they've, because it's, you know, it's all redone, right? Except the audio work, the performance work, and therefore the writing and all of the the beats of every cutscene and every interaction with every um, character, all of those things have to stay the same. Like the amount of time it takes for players to say something to each other, which then gives you only X amount of time to make an animation for for a character sitting in a room or whatever. Yeah. Like, all of that stuff is set. Yes. Which then means that now that the graphics have been so overhauled, the most outdated part of this game is now the design. Yeah, yeah. And it is it is ingrained in in, mm. in the in the DNA of this game. You you will not be able to take it out. Um because they didn't remix it. This isn't like Final Fantasy VII Remake or Resident Evil 2 where it's informed by but modernized. This yeah. is, it's it's really the same game. It's more like the Shadow of the Colossus remake where, and even, and, and even, even then, less like that because that had modernized than, controls. Yeah, yeah. It's, it is, it is, it is it's more. closest to that maybe, but. It's, it's, it's honestly, I think it's actually closest to like the Assassin's Creed remasters, which is they redid a lot of the work inside of those games and then brought it up yeah i think the graphical work that they did for this game was way more intense though because oh sure the thing with the remaster is that they're rarely they're rarely adding new assets they're more like taking an existing asset and okay it's 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 the halo increasing its fidelity it's the halo remake then 
I think just without the old without the old option. Um, okay, yeah, which that is makes like sense. It, it runs on the old engine, and yet it is brand new coat of paint. Same all enemies, the way same damage values. Yeah, yep, yeah. yep. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Same drops. Yeah. Um, I think I like I I I like playing the game because I like playing the game, but I don't yeah. think I like because the game's good. But I I think I don't like this as a product. I think I don't like this as a thing that that they have made, um, and yep. I I think because there is an awkward amount of work that went into making this, which I think has has left me wanting more or less. Um, weirdly, like you enough. wish they had changed it more, or that they'd only remastered it. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, and and look, um, um, what they what they have done is really good. I, I was going through the Digital Foundry video today, going through a lot of the nitty gritties of of the differences between the two, and you know, the and can I just say as well, anyone who's interested in that in the game and like is worried about the price or just wants to see it. The Digital Foundry tech review that's like the 55-minute video, yeah. it's excellent. Like, it's, I highly recommend you watch it. As, Sorry, as, al- as always, um, Digital Foundry yeah. are doing the maybe the best job <laughs> that, that yeah, anyone... Yeah, when it comes to this kind of thing. When it comes to this kind of amazing. thing, it's just like... Th- there's a reason they're the ones that... They're the ones that always do it. I don't know, yeah. if, I don't know of any other company that does it like... that. IGN's picked it up now. They've got someone who does that with with big releases, but yeah. But are, are they even pixel counting? Because like they are, they're doing they're doing they resolution okay. and, and okay. frame frame rate graphs. It's the most similar thing I've seen. But Good. yeah, okay. Digital Foundry still, I think, doing it the best. Yeah, yeah. Um, th- there's a lot of really great things that have done. Like like the the entire new like the lighting engine. I think for the most part is really quite good. Um, you know the the ability to do real-time cutscenes, I think, helps the game because it removes loading and it also is, like, a lot more seamless across transitions between cutscenes and gameplay. I think those are the two yeah. biggest biggest draw points for me, um, even though I think that in some instances the real-time cutscenes look worse from a direction point of view because they are now real-time, they are less authored. Um because I think in a, in a lot of instances the fidelity is cranked all the way up. It looks fucking phenomenal now. Aside from things have changed, you know, like time of day has changed. The the overall well, color. Like the windows are grittier, and well, it's like, harder to it's, see people in a room. Or... It's it's like like that stuff, but also like like the color palette has changed in scenes quite dramatically in some instances, and the yep. the the tone of of some scenes has has changed with the the like the ambiance of the the light coming through in a different way and it's it's shifts in that direction which I I, I don't quite understand. Um because I think it's it's a it was a I don't think they needed to change that direction. And I think in some instances it's not as good. Um I think that's fair. Like, when I was watching that Digital Foundry video, something I was struck by with their side-by-side comparisons, and I don't think side-by-sides are necessarily the best comparison to make. It's interesting, and it's fascinating, and I want to, I want to see it, but I don't know if it's actually that helpful. It, However, it's, yeah, it is it's a not good, always a, this one is better than this. Totally, because you're not, you're not sitting there playing it picture-in-picture. Picture. It's not going to be like that. You're just yeah. playing one or the other. So, But point being, um, when, when I was seeing the side-by-sides, 
talking about the sort of tonal difference they've made and the color palettes, mm. this remake is dramatically more like seeming washed out. It is. Or yeah. like in most scenes, the color the colors are way less vibrant. And it makes you realize that despite how grim uh, everything is in the original The Last of Us or Last of Us Remastered, um, it's actually quite a saturated game visually. The colors of like Ellie's shirt and Joel's... Gr- like Ellie's red shirt and Joel's green shirt and the the blue of the cobblestone of the streets or the the cracked concrete or whatever it's actually really quite bright and the green of the, of all of the foliage everywhere um and i think that is i i prefer that i think especially when sorry this you, game, you prefer the washed out or you prefer the the more saturation the more saturated older style yeah um so, so do i and it, and it goes alongside you know they've made some They've, they've redone the character models, and I think the character model... I prefer the way the character models look in the new version, in part one, where they are more realistic at this point, and I think that suits the tone of the thing generally for this to be quite realistic. Um, whereas before, Ellie is quite stylized, and sort of Joel and Tess, you can't really tell their age that accurately when you think about it. Um, I think that is portrayed quite well now. But when you bring across this sort of color palette and, like almost like tone mapping that like the the part two had yeah uh where you've got like scenes that are only gray and like navy blue and deeper gray and like water blue and like yeah like, i was faded green and like that's all of the color in the entire scene like i was gonna jump I, in with go- a joke when you were talking about ellie's red shirt and joel's green shirt and i was gonna say as yeah. opposed to now joel's gray shirt and ellie's gray shirt yeah totally <laughs> totally go- going closer to that style that they had in the last was part two i'm not i'm i I don't enjoy as much. I, I, I don't either. And I think that this, this was one of my, like I had, I had two concerns. One has, as far as I can tell, not happened, which is great. I'm glad they haven't changed the game. I'm glad they yeah. haven't, I'm glad they haven't, what, what was I saying? I was saying it was going to be called the, um, the, the rehabilitation of Joel Miller cut. Yeah. Well, yeah. The rehabilitation in my head, I thought it was, um, the emancipation, but I think you're right. I think it's rehabilitation of Joel Miller. Yeah. Um, because I didn't trust them to not make changes to the story, and yeah, um, which they haven't, which is good. I'm glad about that. But there's there's the, one, or mm-hmm. I did see something somewhere that maybe there's one thing different. Like th- there are what? there are very minor things which I can talk to that they have changed, which does sort of work towards that that theory that I had, like. You know they they've they've changed his face and they've changed his posture. He's not nearly as menacing before. He's a little bit shorter now, like just very slightly. But his his shoulders are dropped. His eyes are less menacing. They're a bit like more droopy as he's a bit older. There are things that have made him look less imposing as a character. Um, yep. Which I I don't quite like, but also they are minor enough that if you're not playing them side by side, like you're not going to notice. But I noticed, and and I think that's that's the <laughs> and thing. And you were I'm looking st- for it. To be fair, I know you were looking for it. I that stuff actually wasn't quite looking for yet. I was that was the beginning of me of me not trusting. Okay. Was 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 I noticed that? And I went, why did they do that? Um, yeah. because it was it was a decision that was made, and then 
and then decided. Um, and carried know, through. And yeah. carried through. And so there is a, there was a reason behind it, whether or not it's a rehabilitation of him or not. Um, go on. So something that Digital Foundry brought up that I thought was interesting to this point, and it made me think of your perception of Joel and noticing the differences between the models. Mm. Um, oh wait, no, it wasn't just Digital Foundry. It was also IGN's review by um, by Luke at the in the Australian office. Um, a really good review. I yeah, something he brought up was that with the character models being overhauled, they the characters look closer to their age, which is good because in specific specifically he mentions Tess and um, how Tess looks more something like in her forties, which means that you're not sitting there wondering whether. He's already developed like a sort of pseudo, like with like with her potentially being younger than Sarah would have been. Um, you know, she looks really young in the original. I guess is what was pointed out to be through that review. Like she, she she's in her like really early thirties. Yeah, yeah, or maybe even like late twenties. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't and have to said be that. Fair, but sure. Joel looks young in in the original. He looks like he's in his mid thirties, even although he's got a daughter who has passed away and then it's been 20 years. Like Joel is realistically probably in his forties, mid forties, potentially late forties. Yeah. And so I actually really like that. They made the conscious steps to make Tess look more her age, make Joel look more his age when he's younger in the flashbacks and make him look more his age 20 years later in the, in the setting of the main game. I think that's, a really good choice. Um, but you're right. It does change things. It, it's sort of, it's, it's again, that push towards like the characters look more real. Um, quote unquote. Yep. than they did before and less stylized that I could definitely see going either way. And I wouldn't hold it against anyone to prefer one way or the other. And I think, I think this, this goes back to, I think part of what I originally thought this game was going to be. And, and this, this part, this one, I, I think I'd, I think I'm comfortable saying that I believe I'm right, which is that this is a prequel to the first game more than it is a remake of the original game. Um, uh, sorry, a prequel to the second game, do you mean? Sorry, sorry. Yes, 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 yes. Th- this one is the prequel to the sequel they made as opposed to a remake of the first. It's both, but it is to bring it in line with part two as opposed Definitely. to it, it, is, it is less important to them to bring it in to remake the first one as it is to make sure part one and part two are together, which is hilarious considering that two isn't on PS5 yet, natively. Um, yeah, I mean, I was thinking playing this, I'm like, man, I, I was, I've been watching a bit of coverage and someone was saying, oh, you know, they're likely to, to bundle part one and part two when Factions comes out so you can buy them all together. There'll be a neat box or something. And it'll cost and $478. I'm sitting, there, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm sitting there, I'm like, crap, they will and I'll want it. And I'm a fucking chump for wanting it because like I bought this one too there'll be an, and I didn't need it. There'll be an upgrade for two. There'll be an upgrade for two and it'll cost you 60 bucks and you got to yeah, hand deliver I it directly just, to Jim Ryan. <laughs> Yeah, I just I I don't like how much they're they're squeezing this golden goose. They're they're just squeezing it. Especially, Pump out as many of those golden eggs for us as you can. The Last of Us, especially because like, there's no factions in this, right? There's no multiplayer, and it's yeah. it's like charging it's, charging the most for this game than has ever been charged when there is the least amount of content in it is a bit weird. It's it's not great. Um, at least especially when. Oh, sorry, no, you, you finish your thought. Oh, I was just going to we'll, say, we'll like... get to it, my bit. It's written down. It's just like, it's just, especially because it's it's so much money and people like the factions enough that they've been they've been clamoring for this new 
this new online multiplayer. And I'm not saying that they should have brought it across because that's a lot of fucking work and they've only just it taken is a lot down- of work. They've just taken down the, the factions multiplayer or they're taking it down in a couple months or something. Just um, the PS3 one though, right? Not PS4? I'm, I'm not sure. I'm, I, don't, I don't care enough about factions to look. However, I think that- I'm not saying they should have brought it across. What I'm saying is the price should be reflective of it not being there. Agreed. Uh, Buddy's in chat saying I'm legit playing factions right now, which is very funny. Buddy, is that because you're uh, like you're playing it because the remakes come out and you're you're wanting to get back into the world and you enjoyed factions? Um, yeah, no, you're right. The price should be reflective of that. I think like it, it's tricky. I I want to recommend, and I'm going to read a part of this article in like further ahead. I don't think we're there to the point where I want to read this, but on fanbyte.com, they've got a bit of Last of Us content. Um, but by Kenneth, Kenneth Shepard, uh, there's an article called The Last of Us Part 1's Problem Isn't Price, It's Hubris. Uh, and then the, the, the byline for it is like, there's a line even for one of the greatest games of all time. Um, and so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read some of that later. But I do recommend people, if they are interested in this topic, go and read that article. It's really fascinating because it, it talks about, you know, I can't, I can't say to you, like this person says, I can't say to you whether it's worth the price of admission because, you know, that amount of money means different things to different people. Maybe you're a diehard Last of Us fan. Maybe you've never played it before. Maybe you have played it before and you love the game. Maybe you're you're strapped for cash. Like, I can't tell you how much that's going to mean for you if you spend that money, especially in the age of subscription services where we can get so much for seemingly so little. Like, Using the price as a metric of how much you're going to enjoy something means totally nothing these days, which I thought was a really valid point. Um, and uh, something that someone on GameSpot said was, you know, if you think this is too much money, don't buy it. And buy it later when it's cheaper and you'll still have a great time. This isn't yeah. this isn't a game that, like, the discourse is going to be around for. Like, the game has happened. The, the discourse around this game is about, is it worth the money for the most part? Um, which I think is- Yeah, because it's the only thing that's new. Which I because think is even also- a lot of the improvements they've added are excellent things that have come forward from part two, like accessibility features and yeah. adaptive difficulty that you can change yourself. Like that's not brand new. <laughs> yeah, and like, and I think that like you know, and I have definitely been a part of this problem. But I think I think in a way the price discord is is a little bit reductive to like. Like I always, I always found the more interesting conversation, which I think we can actually have this now in a way. Now that it's out, we can see it. Is like the is is the thing I asked you a little while ago, and I think I think you didn't you didn't quite have an answer yet. So I'm going to ask you again now. Should they have changed more, yeah. or or rather, like we knew what we were going to get when we were going to get this game especially when they're talking about like the performance are going to be the, the it's the same performances but we've we've tuned them and remade them and it's all this stuff right and i and i asked you like should they have changed this game more should they have cut content to make it a better game you know like yeah, or like changed puzzles or yeah yeah like you know because those we were talking about like hey like i wonder if because we hadn't seen gameplay when i asked you this question i was like oh like i wonder if they've changed locations of the safes for example um yeah and like they haven't but like you know like should they have um i did the bloater fight last night like the the first one um yeah and, me too. and i think that fight i think that fight's pretty cool um i think that's a really fun and engaging fight um mm-hmm. i thought the leading up to it was fucking sucked um, I thought going yeah, through like, that, 
Go like the, 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 the parking lot to the school. I thought that area wasn't fun for me at all. Um, I Especially because having- it's got a, a, a scripted moment of, of forced stealth break. Yeah. So yeah, you can yes. you can stealth through that whole area, and then once you once you trip an invisible wire, the stealth break sound happens, and then like six of them come out of nowhere, like they're on your tail. It's like what? Yeah. Like, and th- there was another part as well, which I don't I don't quite remember. That was leading up to it. Was it was a, it was a sec? No, that's right. It was it, there was a section with Tess and Ellie when you're running through the range of the pipes, and there's a bunch of like the the soldiers with guns and they're, and they're looking for uh, you and stuff. And they're standing above you with the flashlights. Yeah, there was an area in there that was just like one of the smaller encounters and I just like, I got fucked over and over again and I was sitting there going like, what the fuck do you want me to do about this? And granted, I'm playing on grounded on the hardest difficulty and I was on low health and so one bullet and I was dead. Yeah. But I... And I they see better and break out of stealth easier in that mode too. What 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 fucked me was that I was I was in this area and I did it five times and the sixth time I got it and I did the exact same th- same exact same thing as the first five times and I'm like, well, like the fuck. Um, so that's that's funny, right? That takes me to a point. So just to answer Buddy's uh, the the question I asked Buddy, he he plays factions often, which is cool. I do want to go back and play more factions. Um, maybe we should do that. Do you want to play a factions night later this week? No. When we're like. Wait, oh, okay, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> did you no, ever get into factions? Yeah, I did. Like, I I went for the I went for the trophy. No. <laughs> Sorry, that was that was very mean, but it was very funny. Um, I I went for the trophy in factions, and and I was close to getting it, and then I I ruined it like a couple games before I got it, and I didn't. I just stopped playing. Oh, like you needed like X population uh, yeah, on one side yeah. for the yeah. Fair enough. Like I I quite enjoyed the meta game, and I thought the actual gameplay part of it was fun. But I I feel the same way largely about that as I did the Uncharted multiplayer, which was yeah, that's fun. Right. Okay. I like the gameplay of those. Yeah, I like the gameplay of those games. So I'll play more, but like. Yeah. Yeah, but if you if you want to play some, I'll I'll let you know. I'm I'm thinking about it. Um. Well, where were we going with that before? Before I jumped, we were discussing changes the... and 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 if they should have been made or if they should have been more or if they should have been less. Yeah, and so you were saying that the sixth time you got through, you finally made it, and you were like, "Oh, what the hell?" I've got a point written down here uh, under my design and updates section. Uh, I'll just I'll just read out what I said, what I wrote down. Um, this was yesterday, I think, and I said I think something that I think goes unappreciated with this game is how dynamic it is. Enemies have patrols, and you can distract, so that's stuff that's sort of, like, set in stone. Uh, But it never plays out the same way twice, usually. Scenes I just played back-to-back, or that I remember originally having trouble with, I can adapt or breeze through or decide to do something different. And I I really love that about the game. You know, games where you can make choices, uh, and you can see this especially with narrative choices, it's very easy for someone to make the same decisions. Yep. You know, every time I play Mass Effect, I'm I'm always playing Paragon, which it basically means like even although there's multiple choices and it could play out differently, I'm playing the same game every time. Because that's just what I prefer. And like I don't I don't want to play an asshole character who I don't like for the sake of seeing something different. That do, that does nothing for me. Oh, I prefer care. to just play Mass Effect you, again. You got to do that for fun sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it just doesn't do it that much. Ah, oh, we got to we got to we got to do another Red Dead session. <laughs> oh no, you you're going to break my faith in in the the human psyche if if we do that. But I I loved in this game where so I actually what I did at the start of my play session yesterday was I I started up Last of Us Part 1, the PS5 version. So there's part one and remastered, which is the new and the old. 
So I started part one, and I was up to a section with Marlene, the first combat encounter, the only combat encounter with Marlene after defeating Robert at the start of the game. Yeah. And I started it up, and I was like, no, hang on. This is a new chapter. Like, this is a new, like, sub-chapter inside the chapter. So I can go to the original remastered game, the PS4 version, which I have installed, start it at that chapter, play it, and then play it again on part one on the new version and see how I feel about it. So I did that. I did that whole 10-minute section from where you, you meet Marlene to where you meet Ellie and and up until where Joel goes to sleep and it's nighttime. So 15 minutes, then 15 minutes. And uh, doing those things together, like the same combat experience that I was doing played out differently each time, the way you grapple the different the different soldiers along that bridge. Um and I, I love that. I love that I can be surprised by the enemies, mm. even even if I've done the encounter a bunch of times and I remember how it plays from the last time I played. I can be surprised by one, and I have to adapt, and I can pull it off, and I've I've got less of the gun resources than I had the last time I did this, or I used an extra Molotov, or or I I managed to clinch it and only use my fists and like a bullet, and so I feel even although I was on the back foot, I adapted and I. I think yeah. the how dynamic it is. I think is really, actually, quite great. And it it also plays into the themes, right? It's all about you know like the like how long you're going to go before your luck runs out, sort of thing. You know, like consistently mm. throughout the entire game, people's lucks people's luck is running out. Are running out? Is running out? Um, am am ran out? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> people's lucks am ran out. <laughs> Um, words are fun right (laughs) yeah right um and i think that that works in the game's favor because a lot of like it it makes it makes the ai and this was like a really strong point of last of us 2 was that how much you were having to try and outsmart the ai all the time right it was all about like especially when you're fighting that other clan that only uses whistles and all that stuff right like and those the silent signals like that was really cool um there's a lot of a lot of fun dynamic dynamic dynamicism dynamic gameplay in inside of um inside of the last of us and two which you know really it it elevates the experience you feel like you're you're really fighting for your life a lot of the time um yeah I think what my issue is with that section that I was dying and over and over and over again wasn't that I was even specifically dying or like being shot by the enemy. I think it was that the encounter that I was in, it was just, it was an old design encounter. Like it was a, yeah. it was a PS3 era level design in a PS3. from the spotlights. Yeah, like and in PS3 era, um, like uh, gameplay, um, you know, there there are many times I am playing The Last of Us Part One, going, oh, like I just wish that there was that little bit more fluidity that that Ellie's got in Last of Us Part Two, whether it be like the the different contextual hiding behind cover movement that she does, um, the or the dodge button. The dodge button, the like, the hide in the grass being a thing. There, there are so many ways that I think that this game could have been brought into twenty twenty two. And don't get me wrong, that's a lot more work than what they've done here. Like that's that is a that is them making another game again with and I with, just with an established idea, right? I understand yeah. that that's not what this is, 
But I think them releasing the game as they are like now in the context that they are right now, less so, but still in, in conversation for the price point they're selling it for, you need to compare it to other games that are selling at that price point in this current age on the platform that it's, that it's on. And frankly, with the naming conventions that they're using, which is not a remastered, not a director's cut, not a port, but just part one, yeah. uh, it needs to be critiqued in a way that is fair to itself in the context of gaming now. Um, and there are a lot of ways where it's out of date. And in some instances, it doesn't hold up. Um, yep. So sometimes the AI, you know, like I understand they've done a lot of work for the enemy AI. AI. Um, the friendly AI, still very stupid, um, will still run in front of enemies. And, you know, I'm glad the enemies don't trigger it being seen because that would be unfair to the player. Um, yeah, which is, and that was the case nine years ago. It, it's it, like, it's better that they don't set anything off and it, they look silly than the opposite. 100%. However, AI is still they very... Still look silly. It's, it's still a really dumb AI. It will still go too far ahead or too far back and try and catch up. Um, uh, there, I've, I've experienced some PS3-ass glitches, like some really funny ones. Like I had uh, one where I was, I was getting ripped, um, in, like I was getting bit in the back of the neck by a clicker, which is, a, which is a, like a, a death animation. And yeah. then the screen flashed for a second and all of the enemies disappeared um, oh. And then uh, Joel's spine collapsed in on himself, and he just like like fell to the ground, limp. Whoa! And it was like I recorded it. I'll I'll try and show you later. Um, yeah, it Might was. Be on your phone. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like, it was. And then you can send it to Discord and whatever. It was. It was truly horrifying. Um, yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of things like that. Um, as well as just the overall design of the game, like the level design, the way the story beats are paced, um, some weird cuts, like not not th- and cuts that are not new, but maybe should have been adjusted. Like when they're in the truck after Bill's town, and Ellie's going through Bill's porno mag that she stole. Yeah, and she makes the joke about the pages being all stuck together, and yeah. there's just a cut to a close-up of Joel's face and he's got this goofy like uh look like this Looney Tunes ass look on his face which is it's just the 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 beat around I don't want to tell Ellie about this and she goes I'm just fucking with you and throws it out but there's just this that's like uh oh, I thought that was fine like like I, I think I think it's fine but it's it's a I don't think like look this would never be in The Last of Us 2 Sure. Partly, partly because Last of Us Two doesn't have any jokes in it, but like, there's no, yeah. <laughs> but but there's it was such a slapstick almost comedy beat, which they don't even Naughty Dog, even even Uncharted Four, Lost Legacy, they they don't even make jokes like that in those games. This was a Jack and Daxter joke, right, right, right. Which is which is just like there's just little things, and they're just because the rest of the game looks so modern, this looks so not. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. There's definitely it's stuff. Weird. I've got stuff in here about, um, like because because it used to be that every time you hit a cutscene, it dipped to black for a second, a bit longer on PS3 <laughs> or or base PS4. Yeah, and then the cutscene would start. When the cutscene ends, it would dip to black, and then you'd be 
cut straight back into gameplay. And and that was them loading a video file and also unloading the previous level and loading the next level. A technical um, feat. Yeah, and so, you know, it was amazing when Uncharted 4 got rid of those black screens. And this game has gotten rid of those black screens in this game. Um, but it feels... I, I, I almost miss... Because these cutscenes were designed to be cut in and out of. And I almost miss them. I almost miss them being shown that way. Uh, just because that's how they were designed. Now, I do think it's... Overall, it is better like yeah. to have it be more seamless. Um, but, you know, just knowing that, it's just a bit like, ugh. And there's, there's this scene when you're going towards the Capitol building with Tess and Ellie. And you've just gone through the museum. You know, the sun's starting to rise. And Joel's thinking about whatever. He's having a sentimental moment to himself. As he does. And, and he, he goes down the ladder and you're left lingering on this view of the Capitol building in the sunrise. And then it hard cuts immediately, very quickly to an hour later when they're much, much, much closer to the Capitol. And the sun is up. It's daytime now. The Capitol building's right there. And in the original game, that was a dip to black. That went to black and then that next moment was gameplay. Yeah. And in this in this rendition of this game it's not there's no dip to black it's just ah sunrise like like dawn is happening oh it's daytime it's like whoa yeah 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 (laughs) and i was Um, worried it was going to be like that throughout the rest of the game there are some hard cuts to black before the next thing plays which i'm i'm glad of so i'm guessing that's just one they chose to not put in which i an artistic choice whatever yeah uh i've got Um, i've got sorry really quick i've got the death here, the, oh, the, you, you got it on your phone, yep. yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just gonna hold it up and just wait See for the camera to focus. Yeah. Camera. There we go. This is right. the one where Jeremy said he folded in on himself before. Oh, you missed it. Oh, further on, further fucking... in. There you go. So, yeah, he's in the school. Oh, you. Oh, wow. Yeah, right. The enemies died and Joel collapses and everyone disappears. Yeah, it's, it was, it was. Gross. Um, <laughs> it was it was much more horrifying than any of the deaths in that game. Yep, totally. So, I I just want to talk about some uh, other parts that I thought were interesting. Um, Go for it. Uh, when I did that comparison between, you know, that fifteen minute section between part one and remastered, there were a few things I picked up on. Um. There, there are parts, there's this, this bit where you're having your first conversation with Ellie and you're like, oh, I don't have to know why I'm smuggling you. That's fine. I don't care. I'm, I'm aloof. I'm a... I'm a nah, nah, nah. And they're all shitty at each other for no reason because they're strangers. Yeah. Um, and you're walking through this, this uh, corridor of apartments that's, that's derelict. And the difference between the, the details of what's in these corridors is great. Like, first of all, Ellie's, Ellie doesn't start having that conversation with you until she's inside with you. Because I know the last time I played this game, she started that conversation outside and then was behind me the whole time and I couldn't hear her half of the conversation. And and I noticed this time that she specifically moves forward fast enough before she starts that conversation with you so you don't only hear half of it. So little stuff like that is good. The, in, in the remaster, in the 2014 version, there's this one intact cardboard box that's just in the corridor. And I'm looking at this, I'm like, this cardboard box survived for 20 years? <laughs> There's a few things like that. We're not up to it yet, but I've watched so l- l- This is this is a 2014 game, mind you. Yeah, 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 yeah. But there's some 
other way around things like that. So there's a in in the the scene where where spoilers for the game, but like I think it's pretty obvious at this point. Um, when Henry or Sam, whichever one is the little brother, turns into a clicker or starts to starts to turn, um, the apartment that they're in is quite run down and abandoned and etc. Um. In the new version, it looks completely wrong and it looks like half of a stage for like an amateur theatre show. Like they've got a couple of choice props to set a scene, but they didn't have anything else to fill the apartment, but it looks so set. It looks like it's bizarre. It's really Maybe that's because weird. like it like they couldn't make it that much more new because of all their performances. Like I don't know. Like was, maybe they walk around weird. too much or whatever. Maybe. Um, I don't know. So yeah, in the in the original version of the game, there are these 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 cardboard boxes that are just put in the middle of the corridor. And I'm looking at this, I'm like, there's no way this random cardboard box survived for 20 years. It would be destroyed and or like wet or like broken. Um and then there's also just like a pile of bottles around a a turn in the corridor at a at the corner. Not like in the corner out of the way, in the corner in the way, like at where you would walk through. And it's clearly just there for you to walk through it and trigger sounds and you to be like, whoa, the bottle's moved. It's 2013 and that's rare. And yeah. so like seeing that done much more naturally in the remake was quite satisfying because instead of this, instead of, but not only was there this cardboard box, but it was this one cardboard box three times in this corridor. There were three separate boxes that were all the same asset. And it was like, oh, you can kick this around. Great. Yeah. In the, in the remake, there's a non-interactable cardboard box on the side of the room that's completely fucked. It's so destroyed. It's warped. It's wrinkled. It's it's busted seams. Like, it's wet, so it's completely soggy and useless. I'm like, great, that's awesome. There's also a pile of newspapers that you walk through that are also soggy, and that does the sort of interaction moment for you. And it's so much more believable in terms of what's there. Sure. I think what the, what the, the, the stuff that they've changed the best in this remake has been the environments. Like, just when you look at the environments in the remaster, almost everything is a square or like a, it's, it's actually quite primitive in terms of what its shape is. Like, there's only so many square boxes in the warehouses and you start to see them repeating if you look for more than a second. And yeah. all of the props start to look pretty recycled and manufactured. And the, the waist-high cover throughout the game is really static and non-interesting. But now it's more like, different crumbled concrete pillars or a, or different colored um like barrels and stuff like that with with stuff on top of it like it everything is so much more varied and realistic now that i'm not being pulled out anywhere near as frequently as i was playing the remaster um cuz you know the remaster always had a trouble with with characters eyes in engine you know, when you're doing a stealth kill and you like turn the camera around and you look at them, their eyes always looked funny. They were always catching the light the wrong way. And it always kind of looked a bit weird to, to me, I felt. And in the new version, the eyes sometimes catch a little wrong. But most of the time, I feel like if I see like there's an enemy dead on the on the road or like an NPC that's or an NPC that's been killed by another NPC that I that I go look at later. I feel like when I look at their face or I look at their models now, I feel much more like I'm looking at and believing what they're trying to show me like someone who is dead like i'm looking at a, a body rather than like a ragdoll physics simulation which is interesting because i think that 
th- this might this might just be what it's like, but I because they're like the digital foundry goes into it, their eye tech is like extraordinarily good. Um, yeah, I th- I never once. I almost never once, when I was going through the cutscenes and playing the game, felt like that any of the characters were really looking at each other. In the remake? Yep. Oh, I, I disagree. Yeah. I, I really I, enjoy I, how they I, I think the, the, anim- the animation around the eyes is great. The, the squinting and the, the adjustments in the light and the, the way their eyebrows are, like, you know, Closing over like their eyes and stuff. Like I think all that stuff is really good, but I think that the I think they're not looking at each other. Um, I found like I feel like they were just looking past each other because I was I was trying to figure out like like what's what's just throwing me off just that little bit because the faces look so good. And, like I think they just weren't. I like I just I just felt like they they weren't actually looking at each other, which was bizarre. I don't I don't feel that way personally. I've always sure. had it be that. One of the critiques that my mum would always have when I was playing something, it was like, oh, it looks strange. And she, she'd, always, she'd always talk about the eyes. She'd yeah. always say, oh, the eyes always look weird. It, yeah, um, it's the same that my, that my dad used to say as well. And I definitely feel that infinitely times more on the older version of the game than in this one. It's the, it's the thing that would pull me out so frequently when I was out of cutscene was the eyes. Yeah, um, right. And that, that rudimentary gameplay. You know that first time when you... When you get into a gunfight and there's these dudes leaning on the cover and it's just these square boxes in the middle of the street. Like I can believe what those are in the environment now because of the work that they've done remodeling the environments. And that goes such a long way for me just being enthralled and, and, and being, being engaged by the game in a way that doesn't let me go. I don't get let go by the, by this remake anywhere near as frequently. I'm getting sucked in and engrossed in a way that I haven't, I think maybe ever playing this game. And part of that, as always, the tale as old as time that I've told about a hundred times this podcast is because when I played it originally, I played it with someone else and we're making jokes the whole time. Yeah. Um, but I could never recapture the, I could never recapture the the seriousness and the gravitas and the and the just in, the engrossed nature of it. I can with this remake now, which. Which for me is worth quite a lot because I always felt like I was never going to get the chance to have that. And mm. while I know the plot points, I know what's coming. The, the the quality of this remake and how it's done is pulling me through in a way that I I thought was always going to be lost for me for this game, which I which I am very excited about personally. Mm. I I think I I think because I had a really positive experience when I first played it, I um I'm actually getting not frustrated but i'm i'm like i'm seeing those seams more i think than i ever was cuz i cuz i cuz oh. i like cuz i i know like i know what i'm getting obviously like you do but i i'm looking at it and i'm going like it's 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 like going back to what's a good example it's it'd be like watching the final season of better call saul and then watching the first season of breaking bad yeah, yeah. like it's it's loose it's fine. It's good, and I know it's, it's not, good. It's not refined. <clears throat> they 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 were learning still. They are always learning. Yeah. Um. And I. It's outdated, and we've we've come further, and to to give me, 
to give me like to see the new and the old together. To, to give me yesterday's lunch for 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 today's dinner is it's it's not as nice as it would have been when I had it at yesterday at midday. That's true, but they didn't just put it in the microwave for forty five seconds. They turned the oven on and they put it in there for a good twenty minutes. Yeah, but you know when, I mean? when you when you rebake chips, it's still never as good as when it was first fried. No, but it's better going in the oven than it is coming out of the microwave. Yeah, sure, but the microwave in this instance is paying for PlayStation Now, and the oven in this case is like we've 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 got given you the Last of Us Part One. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. I I, uh, I I either wanted more or I wanted less. I think it's it's and it's it's a it's a weird mix of like. I don't want them to do this again. Um, yeah, definitely. I don't want them to do this with Uncharted Four. They they haven't because the tour. They just pissed. did. They've yeah, already but, done it. Yeah, but they didn't like they didn't remake all the assets of Uncharted Four, but keep the same game. They they just brought them. True. Like, that was actually just a remaster. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's and it wasn't as much money. And it's not like the Demon Souls remake from Bluepoint was running on the old Demon Souls engine, right? They remade Demon Souls. They remade yeah. Demon Souls. This is a yeah. It's it's weird. It's a weird fucking product, and I I think it's 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 limiting itself while also trying to be more than what it is. Yeah, and it and it's. It's a weird business decision as well. It's not weird for who Sony is in 2022. Like it makes sense for what the decisions they've been making. But yeah. this this dogmatic approach to oh, our best games have been Naughty Dog games. We have got to make sure that we can sell them more and again and for for more money. Like and like, like I think that's this, so cynical and awful. This starting at a different studio is what yeah. really is like that's what really sells it right in terms of like this was like this was a decision made by not a creative. Um, yeah. Was was that so, yeah, like? For, yeah. You want you want to you, you can detail it. Well, actually, I, I was just about to read from the bottom of this article that I foreshadowed before in Fanbyte, and they go into some of this stuff here. So I'll, I'll read I'll read what they wrote um, about the origins of this game that we know. Um, this is Kenneth Shepard again from The Last of Us Part One's problem isn't price, it's hubris on Fanbyte.com. Uh, public knowledge of the remake began a year before it was unveiled at Summer Game Fest 2022 as a Bloomberg Bloomberg report revealed Sony's Visual Arts Service Group, a support team within the company's first-party ecosystem, began work on a PlayStation 5 version of The Last of Us as part of an initiative to expand upon PlayStation's biggest franchises. Sorry, just to jump in really, really quickly, I just realized I was cleaning my glasses off camera and it probably looked really sus. Sorry, continue. (laughs) I think that every time I, I blow my nose off camera, like I, 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 I go there wondering, do people think I'm doing like lines of cocaine or something? <laughs> yeah, Kerry, I think that all the time. If there's do one you thing actually? I, it's, if there's one thing I think about you, it's lines of coke. Yeah, I mean, I know it's pretty, it's pretty uh, coherent to like my character and my, my methods and what I like to do outside of work. Uh, so I can understand why you think that. Uh, so the second paragraph here, uh, according to the report, about uh, Sony's visual arts service group. The team was never properly properly acknowledged by Sony and wasn't given the budget to hire more people. Instead, Naughty Dog employees were brought onto the project, and the dynamic shifted as Last of Us veterans were now attached to a remake of the game they'd worked on two console generations prior. Eventually, the remake shifted almost entirely over, entirely over to Naughty Dog, 
and much of the leadership from Sony's visual arts service group has since left the company. That's pretty damning. Of yeah, of like the the higher ups just making something happen, and like th- there's a mismanagement there in terms of uh, the visual arts service group getting it done. Maybe they wanted it done it faster or whatever. Maybe it's because they they set visual arts services group and then they decided to do the hbo series and then they're like oh we need this out faster and better but like pulling the rug out from your team is no way to be and that's clear by the fact that their 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 creatives their lead creatives from this studio left as a result seemingly maybe not necessarily but seemingly as a result of this what <laughs> why are you eating so so suspiciously jeremy broccoli <laughs> broccoli okay so um that's near the top of the article. I'm going to jump to the bottom now because this is a really salient point. And again, I recommend everyone reads this article. Uh, the final two paragraphs are here like this. Whether I think the game is worth your money isn't the issue. It's that Sony is releasing The Last of Us again on PlayStation 5 and raising all these questions about its value in an act of hubris. It's a profit-driven assertion that Naughty Dog's post-apocalyptic story is such a cultural moment that it needed to be needed to be redone to meet modern standards a third time less than 10 years after its original PlayStation 3 release and while it's readily playable by cheaper means. It's all in the service of expanding it into a multimedia franchise it can capitalize on to the detriment of whatever integrity it might have had before as Sony chases the prestige of Naughty Dog's catalogue and according to reports at the expense of its other studio's autonomy. The Last of Us Part 1 is a definitive version, but it's a caricature of the game that launched in 2013. It was a game often cited in tiresome conversations on whether or not AAA games can be art. But nine years later, The Last of Us Part 1 is a reminder that for as artistic as they can be, to the people making big decisions, they're simply products to be dragged back onto the assembly line, packaged and sold. I'm so glad people smarter than me can capture the points that I've been trying to say for a long time in just so much better words. Me too, Jeremy. This, this whole article, I'm going to say it for the fourth time and then I'll promise, but it, it really is fantastic and worth yeah. a read if you're interested in the topic at all. And like, and like, um, we've been talking about this, right? Because whenever we talk about like the strategies of the studios and all this stuff and we talk about how like, you know, Xbox have got a platform but they don't have any games and Nintendo are doing, you know, making Mario games forever, um, like which is not a bad thing at all. With, with, with an expiry date. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they're making temporary Mario games. Um, the the prestige is the thing that we always talk about with Sony, right? It's the like, Hey, like we make games and the Sony logo put on it means something. Um, which is why last of us TV show going to HBO is just the most dreadful match made in heaven in the world. Considering that HBO's whole thing is like, is it's home box office, right? That's what HBO stands for. It's, it's cutting edge television. Yeah, um, bleeding edge, no limits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we're gonna, you're gonna see tits and ass in episodes yeah. of television, right? <laughs> no, no, no cock. Maybe though. even a penis. No, 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 no. Um, uh, <laughs> when are we gonna see our first rectum in in like? <laughs> um, cowards, <laughs> show me the rectum of Joel Miller. <laughs> um, I demand sphincters. um you know like it's it's they've been they've been chasing (laughs) they've been chasing that um that high of like that 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 era of like hey they brought out um 
Uncharted three, and then they and then they brought out The Last of Us, and then it was Uncharted like a four. Year later. Yeah, right. And then like like Uncharted four came out a few years later. They launched the PS four. They had, you know, like like a, a slightly rocky launch in terms of releases, but then they started like a banger after banger of like really high quality games. Um, and then I think the downfall probably started when like Days Gone came out and they, they weren't releasing as many great games and it was like, like I don't not, know if it's a I don't know if we can classify it as a downfall. Like yet. like yeah, no, not a downfall, but it, like p- people started to look at the brand and I think associate less with what the Sony first party exclusive can mean. Um when there was some some less than than oh, I suppose like God of War and stuff was still coming out and Death Stranding and there was still some yeah, st- I mean, still some high for me the stuff. biggest disappointment was The Last of Us Part Two. You didn't play Days Gone though. <laughs> True. It's yeah, th- th- they've got this they've got this era of 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 prestige and where they want to deliver nothing but the highest quality content. Yeah. At all times. And yeah, when Sony they don't- seemingly wants it more frequently than they can produce. So yes, they're just Yes. It's so strange that we're getting Uncharted for Uncharted The Lost Legacy remasters and The Last of Us Part 1 remake in nine months apart from each other, and we still don't have the multiplayer mode that was meant to launch with The Last of Us Part 2 two years ago, two plus years ago. Like, it's it's all it all feels out of whack. And, it all feels off. It's it's and they are I feel like reluctantly and begrudgingly releasing games on PC. Um, maybe even just because the studios want to do it and they know it's an easy way to make money. And so Sony are like, okay, fine, you can release it, but we're going to be charging $100 per game or yeah, more. Yeah, I know, which, um, is, which is outrageous. It's, it's such a, yeah. it's a bizarre, it's a bizarre thing, much like this game. Yep. Jeremy, do you have do you have any other thoughts? Any any stray thoughts? Any notes? They they fix they fix the bottle. They fix the liquid in the bottle when Tess pours Joel a drink. They fixed it and yeah. it's good now. It used to use it's the not, same it, the same consistently spinning drink thingo that I believe comes from the the liquid in the Molotov that that Joel carries yeah. around whenever he's got one out. That it's always be, active because it's not sitting on a table. And so, whenever he used to take a drink, it would be like it, it would it would stop spinning, and he put a, the the cup down, and it would just keep spinning and keep spinning, and they fixed it, and it's good yep. now. Um, uh, I thought yep. the water looked great. Yeah, like the water looks really good. The reflections. I have to of, say, all I think really all great. of the environments look amazing, personally. Yeah, yeah, like they, they all they are all really, really, really well done. Um, like you know, all of those side rooms in all of the offices and the office building and the warehouses, all of those side rooms you can go into, and only half of them have stuff in them, and some of them do and some of them don't. I care about the ones that are empty now, when I never did before. I find there is more in there for me to not be taken out of it and not be like, oh, there's nothing in here, going to keep going. Like I'll I'll look at the desks, the desks now, and I'll look at the sticky notes and. In the in in the skyscraper that's tilted on its side, in the reception area, they've got a wall. They've got a little a place where they put their awards, their placards, and all of the awards are slanted because the building's slanted. And I'm pretty sure that wasn't there in the original. I looked at that like, oh wow, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, 
Uh, or there's like spider webs in warehouses now. There's whole like colonies of spiders in the corner of rooms now because it's completely derelict, right? And so there's like fun. little spider villages where you could see their bundles of prey. Hmm. Yeah, right. Um, sorry, just out of nowhere, my my mum's partner texted me, and he doesn't know that I, that I watched it the other day, but he he texted me saying, "Watched Maverick." Um, <laughs> Be interested in a review after you do. Start with a score out of 10. And I can't wait to just reply back to him with 9.8. <laughs> yeah. You, you, little does he know that you are, you are bursting at the seams oh, to talk gonna, about this movie. Oh, I, should, I should shave. I should, I should get the mustache going and reply back saying, like with a picture of me with the mustache saying, does this answer your question? Yep. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Like I, 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 I just wanted to... I wanted just a bit more. I just wanted yeah. to feel good. It feels fine. I wanted to feel great. I wanted to feel like okay. The Last of Us One first felt the first time I played it, which I'm like, oh fuck, okay. it's so dynamic, right. right? Yeah, it's hard because you know when you're saying you want more or you want less, the problem with wanting with with them going for more. Aside from what you said before, this is what they... They haven't decided to make that, and that's a, an entirely different thing. It would take way longer. Um, they risk making it worse and then getting a lot of people angry at them, right? Whereas right now, all, have done, all they've done is preserve this game that is very, very loved. But it's a the, safe it's way to play it. But for, for playing, playing the Last of Us PS4 version is backwards compatible. There's no preservation conversation at all because you can just play it. What what True, they could, if if they were worried about that then they could have just released the game on like it's on PlayStation plus 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 isn't it? It's it's on PlayStation plus plus plus. It's also part of the PlayStation plus collection. You can get it at the first tier. Yeah, you can you can you can just play it. More than that, it's like twenty five dollars brand new. It's or you could as, find a pre owned copy for nine bucks. You could you could find it for less. Your yeah your you listener your friend's got a copy of that game. Right, like it's yeah, that's it's 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 around. Um, June has three copies of that game, and they yeah, hate it. Yeah, yeah, get one of theirs. Um, you listener, get get a copy of Last of Us from June. Um, you know, like it's it's still there. It's not like it's Demon Souls, where it's like a launch PS3 game trapped on a system that that you have to plug in now. Totally, um, it's so accessible in the previous version. Yeah, and so it's like if they had done. Imagine if they had if imagine if if they were able to do the work to really bring this in line with The Last of Us Part 2. Like imagine yeah. if if these were companion pieces, right? Like imagine if this was the if this was the the game where you are like you are like fucking battered all the way through. You can like fuck it, change the story then. Like really go ham, redo the whole thing. Whoa. Like you would hate go, that. I'd hate it, but but like I'd hate it, but I hate it in the way that The Last of Us Two I I don't like, which is man, I really didn't like the direction with that story. But fuck, yeah, that I game don't was, like what they tried, but they yeah, did try it. Yeah, and also fuck me, that game was good to play. Yeah, like what a what a smooth, solid experience that was, like gripping from beginning to end, even if I was confused and angry. Yeah, I've, like, no, I've, totally. Like, I, you know, I, I, I've said this before. I hate mediocre art a lot, genuinely, <laughs> because it's a lack of it's a lack of faith in your product a lot of the time, or it's a design by committee 
oftentimes. Yeah, like, or it's well, a monetary decision. Yeah, yeah, right. And I think why The Last of Us 2 works for me is a thing I don't like is because I had such an emotional reaction to the entirety of the game because it it swung for the fence and it like it missed it me it missed me completely yeah but like but fuck did I care about it <laughs> yeah 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 totally we both did mm. I'll always yeah. remember us not playing side by side but finishing at the same time and then talking about it on the podcast I was actually thinking to myself I would I really want to have you played this I want to play part two but also I want to go back and listen to our initial thoughts um, you, fi- you finally gonna do your your thing though. I think I'm, I'm. If it's not, if if it doesn't happen now, then it's never going to happen. This this. I, I think so. Hypothetical video essay, but well, because well, it was it was that and it was between that and the PS5 version of two coming out, right? It was it was which one yeah. were you going to wait for? Yeah, because because it, it's got a PS5 patch, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind. Yeah, I've got I've got just a couple of notes and then like a bit of a conclusion here. Cool. Um, so, uh, you're playing on grounded. I've been playing on hard. I th- I thought that they had changed Hard's difficulty curve too much. Like, it seemed that it was actually quite easy for Hard. What I think actually happened is they tuned the difficulty curve so that it's still easy in the tutorial levels, it's still easy at the start, and then it gets back up to where it was by the time you get to the second half of Billstown and into Pittsburgh. Like, it became as hard as I remembered it being later which i think is um it was a very positive decision so you're not getting like one tapped in the first two encounters um which was an experience i was having when i replayed those sections about a month ago um so i, I do like the tweaks they've made there overall i i love the the amount of options they've included um new stuff yep. and old stuff from the last was part two making this more accessible you know this is going to be the only version that some people could play in terms of accessibility their accessibility suite here is absolutely outstanding Mm. Um, and so that's great that's awesome and I do stand by the fact that like what did I, what did I write here um, uh, I can't find it oh yeah what an amazing experience this would be if this game was your first time like I, I still stand by that wholeheartedly I, I, I wish I could have that experience yeah I, I, I agree that I agree with that while saying that I think the best version of this game is you playing it in 2014 on the PS4 I think yeah. that if you if you didn't get to do that, then this is the best way to do it. Yeah, totally. Totally. Uh, the game help, the PlayStation Plus exclusive tips and cards, <laughs> it's legitimately excellent in this game, Jeremy. Of course it is. It's a first-party game. No, no, no. It's better in a way that I haven't seen before in the previous ones. It tracks all of the achievements in terms of like percentage completed. But also when you access it, when it shows you the, each chapter, it's like, oh, you're in the Pittsburgh chapter. When you access that one, if you go to the hints tab, it will show you nearby collectibles first with a, a small blurb. And you can just use that as a vague hint to be like, oh, wait around for Ellie to say something. You'd be like, oh, I don't know. And say if you don't want to be just shown the answer and then you do it because that kind of spoils it a bit. But you need you want a hint. You don't want to miss everything. Yeah, That's a really, really good way to not have to pull up a video, see all the stuff you've collected before, and like scrub through and miss bits and listen to some guy talking you don't want to. You can just read a blurb. I think it, I think that the collectible hint implementation in this game specifically is really stellar, honestly. 
Okay. I'm you actually should... quite excited to platinum this game if I feel so inclined <laughs> using their. I mean, their it's system. going through grounded, my friend. No, it doesn't. There's no difficulty uh, trophies in the remake. Oh, what the fuck am I doing then? What are you doing for the trophy? Why isn't there a good difficulty trophy? Because Platinums are easier than they used to be. Uh, and because The Last of uh, Us's trophy list is is so notoriously awful. Well, yeah, but it was notoriously awful, not because of the difficulty, but it was notoriously awful because of the fucking multiplayer trophies they used to have. That as well. But honestly, having to complete it on like survival mode plus, I'd grounded, get me away from it. Oh, but Grounded was, was optional. It wasn't even part of the Platinum in the past. Okay, yeah, sure. But like, you you can still have that sense of achievement by completing it on Grounded mode, Jeremy. I don't want achievement, I want validation. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what? funny. Why yeah, no, the, there's no difficulty. Why do they make the bow reticle worse? Uh... Because it's more in line with part two, but you can, in I the options you can te- you can set it back to standard, which I did immediately. I go through the options before I start a game, and I I just put it back to how it was. Ugh, it sucks. You can do that. I, I should do um, that because it's bad. Yeah, you should do that. There's one final f- sort of the way I'll finish this here. Um, when I did that comparison uh, of the two 15 minute sections, I was struck by something, which was. This section of this game, you know, early on, that I played a month ago on the place on the PS4 version of the game. I was playing it again on the PS4 version of the game. And I was still getting hooked in. I was still enjoying the performances, the audio work, the gameplay, the 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 environment detail, even though it's more rudimentary than it is in the in the remake, I was still getting sucked in. I was still engrossed. Even if it was less, even I getting pulled out in smaller bits more frequently more more momentarily um you know all all the details we've spoken about as being um you know good that they replaced in the remake uh i was still having an excellent time playing the last of us remastered ps4 version yesterday like in no way is this a compromised version of this game i think that's no like in in no way is it compromised in some ways it's more complete having got having having the actual factions mode if you want to play this game or you haven't played it before or you've been looking forward for a reason to playing it but you can't afford the the thing or you've only got a ps4 pro or a ps4 just play the remaster the game is still fantastic and the thing that makes the last of us part one on ps5 most fantastic is the game that is still fantastic on the ps4 just because this waist high barrel is like higher detail and the texture quality is more impressive and like there's spider webs in the corner of this warehouse compared to in the remake where it isn't it it is not enough to detract from the original experience especially because they kept updating the last of us remastered it's not like it came out in 2014 and then they didn't touch it again when the ps4 pro came out they updated it there's a 4k 30 fps mode that you can play of that game or 1800p at a lock 60 frames per second. That's amazing. Like, honestly. The new one doesn't even hit 4K. No, it hits 4K. Oh. It, it does. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. I thought it was hitting 1440 and they were calling that 4K. No, it's so, what they, what they said was that the, um, 
They were calling the performance mode like dynamic 4K, but that one was always 1440p. The performance oh. mode was always 1440p. Right, okay. The 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 full 4K mode is 4K. Um Yeah, I I think this remake is good. I think if you enjoy this game, it's an it's a good excuse to enjoy it again. I personally can't justify it for the price. Um we did to have this discussion, we really wanted to. But if I was buying this for myself outside of an industry discussion context, it's not worth it to me for the $70. Um, JB was selling it for so cheap. For, well, not so cheap. It was only $100 from JB, right? Which is actually what it should have been sold for at MSRP. Um, and, like, I would, I would say only buy it for that much at most. And probably wait until it's cheaper and buy for less. But you're not missing out if you only can play the original. If all of this humdrum and stuff like that has got you wanting to get into it, or the show comes out and you can only play the PS4 version, just play the PS4 version. Yeah. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're still gonna cry, everybody. You'll still cry. It'll be all right. Yeah, I yes, I I agree. It's just like play the best version of the game you can play is the one you can play right now. Like just. It's it's fine. Like yeah, you, you, you you might have a better time playing it with it with the new version and that's yeah, good for you if you do, great. Um but like you're not you're not missing anything by not playing the new version. Um and eh, I, th- eh. <laughs> I don't know. The I think the scenes are better in the old one. The scenes, the, the cutscenes. Scene, yeah, uh, I, 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 they're different. I, I'm not going to say that they're better, but I enjoy them in the new one. Oh, I think yeah, there is like, plenty to enjoy I in think, the new package. I, I think they're good in the new one, but I, I think they were just better in the old one. Okay. It's like, it's like the, it's the, it's, it's, it's my old man complain about, um, you know, when the, when the, it's, it's, it's my, it's my, um. The, the the graphics being better doesn't make the the scene nicer complaint that I will have every time anyone apparently makes any remake of any game ever is hey yeah. you made this look better and yet I think it looks worse because you didn't understand what you were making yeah um and I will continue to die on this hill because so many deaths on this hill because they continue to not know what they're making. They being, I, I, I think Naughty Dog. Industry. No, I think Naughty Dog have I'm, a good I'm, idea of what they made. I'm, I'm, I'm being, I'm being facetious, but I, I okay. think that, I think that, a lot of the time when a remake comes out, they do miss out on the, 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 the setting and the, the, the mood and the vibe and the, the tone. tone. The tone. The tone is so important. If a game has got dog shit story and shit house characters. But tone, I'll love it. Ah, oh, Deadly Premonition, I hear. Uh, Squeaky no, my that, ear. That, that game doesn't have tone. Oh, doesn't it? No, no, that, that, that game's vibes are so off. Oh, okay. Yeah, the vibes are very, very, very overtly off in that game. Like, uh, I'm trying to think of an example with like a, sh- like a really shitty movie, but like the tone is on. Um, mm. And I'm trying to think of like, you know, like I think Atomic Blonde wasn't a very good film. 
and didn't have a very good story or characters. But I think that the vibes of that that movie were really good. Actually, he, mm. he, you know what? The 2016 Godzilla film with Brian Cranston, the vibes that you movie- You do love that one. <laughs> that, that, the vibes in that film were fucking excellent. They are immaculate. <laughs> all the characters, don't give a shit. Brian Cranston dies for the first 15 minutes, don't fucking care at all. Alan Taylor, Alan Taylor Johnson and, and the, the Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch, they're married, they got a kid, don't give a shit about them at all. But- that halo Olsen in there. <laughs> yes. That halo drop sequence. That halo drop sequence where they jump out of the fucking plane and the audio is just like the air going past, like the ear the ear things that they got wearing on their head. And the and they got the, the flares attached to their feet and they are dropping into what looks like fucking hell because it is this Tokyo covered by clouds and you have no idea what's below it. And below it you see them almost fucking hit the lizard it is fucking so cool we're watching this after in the in the post show carrie but let me tell you all the right, vibes right, of we'll godzilla 2016 are fucking on mate <laughs> well everyone that ends this uh week's segment of vibe check uh and our segment on the last of us part one thank you for listening um i'm glad we got to do this i'm glad we I'm glad we did go for it. The reviews were coming out last week and I kept messaging you, Jeremy, being like, are we really doing this? Like all of the reviews saying like, yeah. you don't need to get this, you can wait. And I was like, are we really doing this, Jeremy? And we did and I'm glad. Because um, this discussion is fun and it's been bubbling and percolating for months now in the in the lead up to this project coming out. So uh, I'm glad we did that. Thank you for coming along for the ride with us, audience, whether you're listening or watching, I would really appreciate it. Let me just pull up my script here so I don't mess things up because I'm. It'll just be like my totally flawless uh, intro at the start of the show we're about to head into. So, thank you for listening. Uh, I feel a, a good deal of closure, and I am excited to get into the game a bit more and get to the end and see see if I feel like going straight into part two or maybe writing the start of a script. I think this is going to be the start of it. Uh, Stick around next week, or rather, come back next week. Don't stick around for a whole week. We're not going to be here until next week. But when we come back, if you'd like, I mean, you can. Uh, I would recommend doing something else. I wouldn't. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But we'll be back next week to discuss uh, ranking the Mario games. We'll have to determine what that actually means in the next seven days, but we will. Don't worry. Uh, Come back then. And uh, follow us along our socials at MinimapAU. That's Twitter, Twitch, uh, Instagram, and TikTok uh, to see when that video goes live and when we start streaming next week as well. Uh, you can follow us individually too on Twitter. Uh, Jeremy is there on Twitter at... At the old man yelling at remakes. <laughs> That's fairly accurate. Uh, you can also follow me on Twitter at KJPalmer underscore 24. Uh, you can head to minimap.com.au to see everything else minimap related. I swear, I've said this for weeks now, I swear, the pecking order, the newest episode of the pecking order, Crazy Frog, it's this close to coming out. It's so close. I tried to do it last week, but it turns out I didn't have, um, access to the, to the podcast back in, but I do now. It's It's happening. It's coming. I, I swear to you. Uh, look forward to that. We've got more episodes coming down the pipeline after that one comes out. 
for those of you live with us on Twitch, stick around. We're going to be watching Godzilla, apparently. Uh, and for those of you oh, listening yeah. on a podcast service or after the fact on YouTube, uh, make sure to give us a five-star rating, a thumb up, a plus, a tick. A positive rating means a lot to us. It goes a long way to helping the podcast. And consider joining us next week live uh, if you want to sit in the chat. Talk to us like Buddy was, like Sam was. It's a great time. Lastly, uh, you can also support us on Patreon. If you want to help keep the lights and mics on, you can do that by heading on over to patreon.com slash minimapau. And for $5 Australian, uh, you can ask us questions to answer on the podcast, all while helping us out greatly. Uh, I think this is a pretty good show, Jeremy. I think so too. It's fun. I think we did it. Much less exhausting I, than doing three quarters of a show in VR. <laughs> so much less exhausting. I think I, I, I am going to believe that it has been a week next week when we come back and think back to last week, which will have been this week. And I think it will feel like it has actually been a week since that last week has passed. Unlike this week, looking back on last week, thinking about the last week. No? You didn't follow? That was crystal clear. Well, while we ponder ponder that, we're going to leave everybody. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time.